Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And uh, today, coming at you with a little bit of a breather episode, uh, I'm just going to be talking about a manga that I binged through the entire thing in one sitting because I was very bored at work. And uh, it was interesting. And so with that, uh, I guess we're just going to get right into it. Um, it's called Can't Pull Out Holy Sword Chan. Uh, New Kanai Seiken Chan. Right. Yeah, this literally one. Literally means holy. Yeah. <laughs> Me just mentioning it, you're like, oh, that one. <laughs> that that thing, okay. Yeah, that one, yeah. Mm. Okay, this should be fun. <laughs> Alright. What's the premise? Um, way back, I, I, I don't want to say way back, this was like three weeks ago. I just, I was really trying to find as much out there manga as possible. Like, the weird ones, the interesting ones, the ones that contain things I'd never seen before. This was something I'd never seen before. This is something I don't think most people have seen before. But, uh, it's... Well, I mean, fundamentally starting out, it's a manga about a blacksmith who finds... You know, like the epic, you know, awesome magic sword that's sealed in in stone, and he can't pull it out. But uh, in this world, imperial weapons, the the holy, you know, the the the, the made by the absolute master god tier blacksmiths are actually capable of taking human form, and so in this case, it takes the form of. A would you describe that as a little girl? Yeah, I describe that as a little girl. <sighs> and the pedestal that the sword tip is stuck in takes the form of her panties. And starting out, it's basically just dude trying to pull the sword from the stone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is making me so uncomfortable. But uh, he he he's a blacksmith on a journey because he wants to craft an imperial weapon, and to do that, he's going around studying blacksmithing techniques, studying imperials, or at least trying to find them because they're super rare. And uh, he basically assembles a sword harem. Of of the imperial weapons that he like finds in the bottom of volcanoes, <laughs> or I don't even know where the vampire one was found. I don't even remember, like in a treasure chest somewhere. Yeah, one of them's a vampire because the the holy sword has like the magical ability to curse people and drain their life force, so it takes the form of a vampire girl. Of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. Yeah, uh, (sighs) 
So there's 70 chapters, right? And I'm not going to just describe to you literally everything that happens. Because one, I don't want to go to prison. (laughs) And, And... I mean, I sent you a very small amount of screen caps from this. Yeah, yeah, and that's why like, I'm so no. uncomfortable. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I'll be honest, it's not, it's only slightly worse than I'd say than Jobless Reincarnation in terms of its aggressive horniness. Okay. Um. Only slightly worse, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Never finished the second season. Or season one, part two, because that's the thing that we do nowadays. But, um... The reason why I'm going to actually go on ahead and say this is worth at least checking out for sheer, like, bile fascination is that despite its everything (laughs) (laughs) if i had a dollar for if i had a nickel for every time i saw a sword orgy that wasn't just a euphemism for extreme carnage and violence i'd have two nickels and both would be from this month But, um, I'm going to recommend this because, aside from all its ness, <laughs> it's extremely interesting. One, did the dude is, you know, a blacksmith and has, like, you know, epic blacksmithing skills. And this isn't treated as, like, oh, like, he's just a blacksmith. No. Everyone's like, oh, holy shit. That's a god-tier blacksmith. They create, like, the most awesome weapons. We should be nice to this person. So just the whole, like, oh, I, I'm a healer, I'm a herbalist, I'm a blacksmith, I'm whatever. I'm super weak and everyone hates me. No, fuck you. Everyone, you, you're, you're the best. But um, <laughs> Well, that's good. That, that warms my heart. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's a, it's a blacksmith. Cool. He, he's, he's good at his job and everyone recognizes that. So that's just, just kind of nice. But uh, that and the, the overarching plot... I guess, besides him collecting swords, uh, is that the one sword, it's like, it's, it's like, it's if you shortened and, like, feminized Excalibur, Excelia, that's what it's called, Excelia, uh, she, 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 she refuses to, you know, leave the pedestal because... Only the true hero can wield her. What was I saying? You were on Could this... you remind me of what I said like two sentences ago? <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm working at my own pace today. <laughs> you, were, you were talking about uh, the second reason why you should go check out this manga. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the, the overarching plot, more or less, is... You know, she's tagging along with this guy, both because, A, uh, she's a sword. (laughs) And while she is physically capable of, like, turning into a person and physically walking away, this is just like, 
Well, I mean, it's not like sitting in the middle of a babbling brook uh, with magic in the air and a pedestal waiting for the hero to come was getting me anywhere. <laughs> Might as well just hang with this dude. But, uh... Spoiler alert for the end. Uh, she decides to come out of the pedestal for this guy. And that's about 50 different euphemisms all in one. <laughs> okay. But, um... Because basically, she basically realizes, like, alright. She's like, alright, I am gonna be waiting for decades, if not centuries more, for, like, the chosen hero to come by. And he's just like, you know... Like, yeah, I'm, like, an awesome sword forged by the world, or forged from fire, made from burning branches of the world tree by ancient elven artisans. He's like, but, you know, technology does go on. So she basically chooses to retire and help the main dude forge an even better sword patterned off of her to become like the holy sword of legend and stuff so fundamentally this, this whole thing turned out to have not have been like oh like how are we gonna find the the hero or i actually just sort of assumed that it was gonna turn out he was the hero all along uh actually kind of glad that was not the case but no it's not the story of how the hero found the sword or how the hero became the hero. It's the story of how the sword got forged. Because then, like, the last chapter, the epilogue, takes place, like, an entire generation. Actually, not entire generation, because the generation is technically, like, 10, 15 years. So this, it, this takes place, like, I think 30 to 40 years. At least. Possibly more in the future. Uh, with the the new sword, their daughter. Don't ask how that works. <laughs> because that's a question I don't want to ask. Uh, becoming the epic sword of legend. Getting pulled from her own pedestal by the hero. And then they go and save the day and blah blah blah. Everyone's all happy. And then... Then they lived happily ever after. I mean, like, the last picture is literally just dude with his sword harem. Go and then one of them's holding aside saying, and they lived happily ever after. Huh. But yeah, it's just interesting to have a story about the forging of the epic sword and not like the hero trying to get the sword or wield the sword or whatever. It's just interesting. It's something I've never seen before. Makes sense. So, yeah, it's something that I kind of recommend. If only because you gotta see where they're going with this shit. And there's other stuff in it that's... Like, there's the android. Uh, I mean, really, there's not much I can say about the android. Uh, there's the... I don't know what animal it's supposed to be, but it's it's basically like a walking, talking mongoose that sexually harasses women. They, they, th this is part of an actual story arc. I promise you. <laughs> Both of these things are part of an actual story arc. <laughs> like, 
they're recurring things in the manga. But yeah, it's <sighs> it's a thing that exists. And I guess I'd say that's for the better. Uh, I, I think there's much more I can say about this. It's worth checking out, if only just because it's a different take on like the kind of storyline as to like where in the hero's journey we fall. And then also yeah. just because a blacksmith character in a in a manga getting actual recognition for their abilities instead of just getting shit on like they do in every isekai oh yeah like they even at the end like oh you know the, everyone celebrates the hero but you know in this one specific village they have a festival that dedicated solely to the epic blacksmith who forged the hero's sword. And they're like, because, yeah, like, what's a hero without a magic sword, right? Just some guy. But, uh, I, 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 I would recommend not reading this with other people in the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just from those screen caps you sent me, it's, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it you can't describe it in a safer work fashion, so hey, maybe don't listen to this episode uh if you're you know, like not having headphones on or alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I remember there there's Excelia, the main one. She's the holy sword of light. There's the vampire Actually, she's more like a dagger than an actual sword. But, uh... A blade's a blade. Blood. Blade is blade. <laughs> uh, to be fair, a an imperial sword doesn't have to actually... I think it's actually just called an imperial. They don't, they don't actually even, like, append sword to it, because it doesn't have to be a sword. Ah. There's a... Like, rapier made of magic ice. She shows up. There's another cursed blade that shows up at some point. There's the dominatrix sword. She she's like that whip sword. You know those whip sword things. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah she she's she's a dominatrix I think. Cool. Hey the the, the blacksmith that made her had a preference. <laughs> oh dude. <my God. laughs> <laughs> so uh so since we don't have much else to say about this series what were some of the other manga you came across while uh, before or like around what uh, what shaft did you have to go through to find this <laughs> well there's there was about a few um, I deliberately stayed away from just like every anything tagged isekai because there there's there's going down into the depths 
<laughs> and then there's there's walking into a nuclear waste storage facility. That's one of my favorite pastimes. Uh, there was one about a dragon where right so yeah the the so it's it's one of those standard adventure worlds with um like you know video game logic people have like stats and stuff of course and this dude goes out with an adventuring party and they kill him and leave him for dead oh wait because of what? course Wait, how do they kill him and leave him for dead? Oh, sorry, no. Well, well, I mean, technically, killing someone doesn't necessarily mean that they die. Ah. People don't necessarily die when they are killed. Of course. Thank you, Shiro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, they mortally wound him. Ah, okay. If, if, I, if I had to be more specific. If I was testifying before the committee. <laughs> they mortally wound him. And leave him for dead in the forest mountain area where all the super hard monsters are that they go adventuring in. And he gets rescued <clears throat> by a dragon that reincarnates him to a woman. Named after the dragon's lost egg, and and now and now she is the dragon's daughter. I think I actually started reading this one. Oh, you did! Yeah. I, I did send it to you. Yes, it's. I think it's yeah, actually it's, uh, pretty enjoyable. It's. I never said it wasn't. It's pretty. Yeah, it's 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 solid. Uh, if I was talking, I'm, I'm not talking about the like the dog shit that I read. I'm talking <laughs> about the other like gems okay. I found. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Um, no, this was this was a good one. I think probably the most interesting thing that stuck to me about that one, besides just generally being like kind of an interesting story, is so like they have like the stat blocks, right? Yeah. So they steal the dudes, but then they're like, "Why is it showing them gaining HP and likes and levels?" <laughs> like <laughs> the, the the fact that they live in a universe with video game mechanics, they actually like like, oh shit, we can we can look at this person's their stats. And, and find out more about them. Why is their level getting higher? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, that's an interesting one. I, I do quite <clears throat> enjoy that one, mostly because it it absolutely it could have been an isekai. It absolutely one hundred percent could have been an isekai. But they basically went. I mean, what does that add to the story? Answer: Nothing. As in 99% of other isekais. But yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a good one. And... I was actually going to save this one for a later episode, but why not? Fuck it. A uh, really good one that I found. This was actually probably the best one that I found. While trawling. Uh, let me click on this to pull up the title, because that's... Very long in Japanese. Excuse me. And I remember when I first sent this to you. And I basically, I, I basically went and I tried to slow roll you with it. I was like, alright. So, bear with me. It's an Atome game villainous isekai. 
where the protagonist is not the isekai. Uh, here we go. Uh, English title, Heroine Survival. Japanese title, Atome Game, no heroine, de Saku Survival. Okay, actually not that hard. Um, but that's a really interesting one. This is actually probably the what I'm most excited to be reading right now. Aside from the fact that I uh, just picked up like the all the Girls Last Tour books. Um, you got, you know, the, you, I mean, you have the protagonist of the Atome game. So the, the hero of it, the heroine of it, who gets attacked by an isekai, who's like, I'm going to do a kill and replace on you so I can become the, the hero. And in the process, they absorb some of the isekai person's memories. And it's like, holy shit, I'm an NPC. Fuck this. <laughs> so they go run into the woods they become fucking bear grills learning to start learning to become like an assassin or something this ends in some sort of strange plot that involves them becoming a combat maid for not even the villainous who's another who's an actual isekai protagonist different person they're apparently off to the sidelines, presumably making a plan to try and survive doing standard Atome game isekai stuff. Nah, she's off having adventures with, like, the villain's NPC friend <laughs> as a combat mate. It's fun. It's honestly something I've never seen before. Uh, the main character... Solves a lot of her problems with violent <laughs> murder, and that's very refreshing. They're very Just satisfying like, kills. Like, oh, like, this person could turn into a recurring problem for me. I'm just gonna slit their throat and leave them in the gutter. There's also like a 10-15% chance it turns out extremely gay, so... I know, I know that's why you like it, Lyle. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> as, as always, my... My motto when it comes to manga is, this could get very gay. I like it. But it is, it's interesting, it's fun, it's uh, unique to the what I've seen. <clears throat> it's got violent murder. Always which a is positive. Something I've been, something I've been really lacking in my, in the media I've been consuming. There, hasn't just, there just hasn't been enough violent murder for me. I actually mentioned this to you like a month ago. I think so. And don't take that the wrong way. I mean, I've just been watching a lot of stuff, and I just want some good, old-fashioned, violent spectacle. Like, some, something, something, out of, something out of Quentin Tarantino. Something where you can just feel good. Like, there's no moral debate. There's just blade against flesh. Rending it yeah. in twain. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's a great one. I, I hardly recommend that one as well. I'm going to be honest. If you're picking any of these to read, read that one. <clears throat> but uh, there's a few others. There's one about... Uh, actually, there, there is one more. I'll mention one more. And then I guess we can call it. Um, 
Do any of y'all remember an episode, I don't know, about a year ago? I honestly don't remember when, but I know we did make an episode about it. Jake talked about how, why is it that characters always have to have some sort of fucking elaborate revenge plot whenever someone wrongs them? I was complaining most more specifically in like isekai and isekai similar adjacent things, but um, it is just a pet peeve in general when something like this happens. But I'm gonna say this: I found a manga that uh, fits in with what I was saying. That it, it, it scratches the itch in the complete opposite direction. It's a manga about a dude who was dating like the standard super mega two hundred and ten percent sundere bully character. Who just makes their life fucking miserable. And basically he goes. He, he basically after being hospitalized. Um, <laughs> he basically realizes. This is not a healthy relationship. So he breaks up with her. And he never yells at her. He never like forms some sort of revenge plot. He does. He basically says. You know what? I'm just gonna. Let's just move on. Let's be you know, normal, healthy people and just move on from this because obviously this isn't working. <laughs> and it's so refreshing to just see a guy or just a character in general just like, you know what? Screw revenge. I'm just going to go live my best life away from the person I hate. So refreshing. God, what's that one called? I think I got a list of it somewhere. Uh... <clears throat> <clears throat> It's one of those really terrible descriptions that's just the description of the or uh, titles that's literally the description of the thing. Right, here we go. I'm sick and tired of my childhood friends, childhood friends, now girlfriends, constant abuse, so I broke up with her. Cool. <laughs> exactly what it says on the tin. Exactly. I went in expecting it to like go full on revenge mode and i got surprised by something like actually enjoyable i'm so happy hooray so i think that uh finishes out our <laughs> your manga recommendations for the week yeah my uh <laughs> your dive into the non-isekai side of manga-dom. Yeah. Eli's wild and wacky manga misadventure. I'm sure very soon we'll have Lyle's wild and wacky manga misadventure, where I go through all of the isekais. Why would you do this? Because I like isekai. No, you don't. Yes, I do! Oh, but there, there are, but hey, there are actually some good isekai out there. I know, I know. There's just a lot of shit. I know. So, anyways, until next time, I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff.